Today is the 15th day of May. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise, and it is so good to be here today and to celebrate the end of another week here in 2021. The ups and downs and round and round of life just keeps on spinning regardless of whatever challenges are before each of us. It is such a gift to wake up each day knowing that today, this day, the Lord is right here beside me, beside you, ready and available to show the way how we are to walk through whatever is ahead. This confidence is truly a gift. And so come on in and gather around as we're reading from the contemporary English version of the Bible today as we explore Psalm 15, Psalm 45, Psalm 75, Psalm 105, and Psalm 135. But first, let's invite the Lord to be the focus for this time. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you for drawing us here into your presence for this time. We are coming humbly. We are searching and we are seeking you, Lord. You are all that we need. And so we desire to know you more. We are opening our hearts and we are opening our minds and our lives so that your word can come in and work miracles in our life. So lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey forth today. Psalm 15 Who may worship the Lord? A psalm by David. Who may stay in God's temple or live on the holy mountain of the Lord? Only those who obey God and do as they should. They speak the truth and don't spread gossip. They treat others fairly and don't say cruel things. They hate worthless people and show respect for all who worship the Lord. And they keep their promises no matter what the cost. They lend their money without charging interest. And they don't take bribes to hurt the innocent. Those who do these things will always stand firm. Psalm 45 For a royal wedding A love song My thoughts are filled with beautiful words for the king, and I will use my voice as a writer would use pen and ink. No one is as handsome as you. Your words are always kind. That is why God will always bless you. Mighty king, glorious ruler, strap on your sword and ride out in splendor. Win victories for truth and mercy and justice. Do fearsome things with your powerful arm. Send your sharp arrows through enemies' hearts and make all nations fall at your feet. You are God, and you will rule forever as king. Your royal power brings about justice. You love justice and hate evil. And so your God chose you and made you happier than any of your friends. The sweet aroma of the spices, myrrh, aloes, and cassia covers your royal robes. 
You enjoy the music of harps and palaces decorated with ivory. Daughters of kings are here, and your bride stands at your right side, wearing a wedding gown trimmed with pure gold. Bride of the king, listen carefully to me. Forget your own people and your father's family. The king is your husband, so do what he desires. All of the richest people from the city of Tyre will try to influence you with precious treasures. Your bride, my king, has inward beauty and her wedding gown is woven with threads of gold. Wearing the finest garments, she is brought to you, followed by her young friends, the bridesmaids. Everyone is excited as they follow you to the royal palace. Your sons and your grandsons will also be kings as your ancestors were. You will make them the rulers everywhere on earth. I will make your name famous from now on, and you will be praised forever and ever. Psalm 75 Praise God for all He has done. Our God, we thank you for being so near to us. Everyone celebrates your wonderful deeds. You have set a time to judge with fairness. The earth trembles and its people shake. You alone keep its foundations firm. You tell every bragger, stop bragging. And to the wicked you say, don't boast of your power. Stop bragging. Quit telling me how great you are. Our Lord and our God, victory doesn't come from the east or the west or from the desert. You are the one who judges. You can take away power and give it to others. You hold in your hand a cup filled with wine, strong and foaming. You will pour out some for every sinful person on this earth, and they will have to drink until it is gone. But I will always tell about you, the God of Jacob, and I will sing your praise. Our God, you will destroy the power of evil people, but you will give strength to those who are good. Psalm 105 The Lord can be trusted. Praise the Lord and pray in His name. Tell everyone what He has done. Sing praises to the Lord. Tell about His miracles. Celebrate and worship His holy name with all your heart. Trust in the Lord and His mighty power. Remember His miracles and all His wonders and His fair decisions. You belong to the family of Abraham, His servant. You are His chosen ones the descendants of Jacob. The Lord is our God, bringing justice everywhere on earth. He will never forget His agreement or His promises, not in thousands of years. God made an eternal promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when He said, I'll give you the land of Canaan. At the time, there were only a few of us, and we were homeless. We wandered from nation to nation, from one country to another. God did not let anyone mistreat our people. Instead, He protected us by punishing rulers and telling them, 
Don't touch my chosen leaders or harm my prophets. God kept crops from growing until food was scarce everywhere in the land. But he had already sent Joseph, sold as a slave into Egypt, with chains of iron around his legs and neck. Joseph remained a slave until his own words had come true and the Lord had finished testing him. Then the king of Egypt set Joseph free and put him in charge of everything he owned. Joseph was in command of the officials and he taught the leaders how to use wisdom. And his family came and settled in Egypt as foreigners. They were the Lord's people, so he let them grow stronger than their enemies. They served the Lord, and he made the Egyptians plan hateful things against them. God sent his servant Moses. He also chose and sent Aaron to his people in Egypt, and they worked miracles and wonders there. Moses and Aaron obeyed God, and he sent darkness to cover Egypt. God turned their rivers into streams of blood, and the fish all died. Frogs were everywhere, even in the royal palace. When God gave the command, flies and gnats swarmed all around. In place of rain, God sent hailstones and flashes of lightning. He destroyed their grapevines and their fig trees, and he made splinters of all the other trees. God gave the command, and more grasshoppers came than could be counted. They ate every green plant and all the crops that grew in the land of Egypt. Then God took the life of every firstborn son. When God led Israel from Egypt, they took silver and gold, and no one was left behind. The Egyptians were afraid and gladly let them go. God hid them under a cloud and guided them by fire during the night. When they asked for food, he sent more birds than they could eat. God even split open a rock and streams of water gushed into the desert. God never forgot his sacred promise to his servant Abraham. When the Lord rescued his chosen people from Egypt, they celebrated with songs The Lord gave them the land and everything else the nations had worked for. He did this so that his people would obey all of his laws. Shout praises to the Lord. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 135. In praise of the Lord's kindness. Shout praises to the Lord. You are his servants, so praise his name. All who serve in the temple of the Lord our God, come and shout praises. Praise the name of the Lord. He is kind and good. He chose the family of Jacob and the people of Israel for his very own. The Lord is much greater than any other God. He does as he chooses in heaven and on earth and deep in the sea. The Lord makes the clouds rise from far across the earth, and he makes lightning to go with the rain. Then from his secret place, he sends out the wind. The Lord killed the firstborn of people and animals in the land of Egypt. God used miracles and wonders to fight the king of Egypt and all of his officials. He destroyed many nations and killed powerful kings 
including King Sion of the Amorites and King Og of Bashan. He conquered every kingdom in the land of Canaan and gave their property to his people, Israel. The name of the Lord will be remembered forever, and he will be famous for all time to come. The Lord will bring justice and show mercy to all who serve him. Idols of silver and gold are made and worshipped in other nations. They have a mouth and eyes, but they can't speak or see. They are completely deaf and they can't breathe. Everyone who makes idols and all who trust them will end up as helpless as their idols. Everyone in Israel, come, praise the Lord. All the family of Aaron and all the tribe of Levi, come praise the Lord. All of his worshipers, come praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from Zion. He lives here in Jerusalem. Shout praises to the Lord. Earlier this month, we spent a couple of days considering the word justice. And here in the Psalms, there is a repeated promise that God will bring forth justice. Honestly, we really should not be so concerned about the details of the eternal Lord's working out justice in many unjust situations that you and I are witnessing close to home as well as around the world. For me, it's quite nauseating. And yes, I admit I get easily rattled and often even get angry to see innocent lives being destroyed by the lies of the adversary. Sadly, many who have believed those lies from hell do not know any better because their parents and their grandparents and their communities failed to teach them from the living word of God. Yes, the Bible. This is one of the reasons that anyone who does not have a Bible and desires one can make a connection here at PsalmsCast to receive a Bible of their own at no cost or obligation. It really is as simple as sending in a request from the website. This way, everyone who wants the printed Word of God to hold in their hands and consume with their eyes, ears, mind, and heart can receive living manna. So, there is a verse that did pop out at me today, and it's in Psalm 75. It's right at the end. Our Lord, you will destroy the power of evil people, but you give strength to those who are good. Oh, friends, how do we get into that status with the Lord Because honestly, I do want to receive strength from the Lord every day in every situation of life. How can we be sure that the reflection that we are viewing in the mirror is good based on the eternal one's definition, not man's, not our families, not our community or our society definition, all of which are exceedingly fickle. So let's jump just for a second over to the Gospel of Luke chapter 18, where Jesus encounters a rich and important man. An important man asked Jesus, Good teacher, what must I do to have eternal life? Jesus said, Why do you call me good? Only God is good. You know the commandments. Be faithful in marriage. Do not murder. 
Do not steal. Do not tell lies about others. Respect your father and mother. The guy pats himself on the back because, in his opinion, he's been living life pretty much that way. And then Jesus continues. There is one more thing you need to do. Go and sell everything you own. Give the money to the poor, and you will have riches in heaven. Then come and be my follower. You know, when the guy heard this, he was sad, and he went away because he was very rich. Our Lord is looking for people who will live their lives with the living truth as their compass. And there is only one compass that can be totally trusted across the span of all time, and that is the Bible, God's Word. Yes, and also, since about 2000, or maybe 2010, there have been many Bible translations that have gotten a quote-unquote update. And, you know, some of them are very radical in their wording changes because they desire to be less offensive to, hmm, how do I say this nicely? Okay, well, honestly, the ungodly. Words are changed. They are deleted. They are mixed around. Which is one of the many reasons that each week we choose a different version of the Bible to use as our source document. Friends, it really is this simple. God clearly gave all man a set of instructions about how to live life. And that was to carry us from our birth until we breathe our last breath here on earth and cross over into eternity. That set of instructions is contained within the pages of the Bible, Genesis all the way through Revelation. It is all there, right there in black and white, for us to read, to consider, to ponder, and yes, put into practice. We put them into practice because we honor God in our living this way is a daily act of worship. Uh, yet, our world as such has really messed with our heads, teaching a bunch of theories such as evolution, the Big Bang, self-determination, autonomy, sexual freedom, liberation of women, and the destruction of the family unit. Therefore, we often are not even aware that the compass that I have been living my life by is a counterfeit. You might wonder, how could a compass possibly be counterfeited? Well, easy peasy. Change the writing on the outside of the compass to reflect slightly different information. The internal working would still be the same, but if everything was slightly moved off-center on the case, you would end up, as you traveled, eventually in the wrong place. And that's a guarantee. And, you know, honestly, that slight difference most likely could cause you to lose everything. Which brings me to the next topic. Do you know that the third spring festival that the Eternal One has instructed us to observe and to celebrate is taking place this weekend? Yes, tomorrow at sundown is the beginning of the Feast of Weeks. 
You'll find that described in Leviticus chapter 23, verses 15 through 17. This year, the Feast of Weeks, or Shavuot, will begin at sundown on May 16th and end at sundown on May 18th. There are seven weeks between the Feast of First Fruits and the Feast of Weeks. And this covers the duration of time between when the Jews left Egypt and when they met with God at the base of Mount Sinai. Some significant happenings took place along the way. And I just want to share something um, that I found came across this week. Mary Ellen Wright wrote a very illuminating post titled, The Bride, Wedding Vows, and Pentecost. And it dropped in my mailbox this past week. And I will also share that link over on the PsalmsCast social media feeds because it's really just that good. And I just have to share. Honestly, I'm not sure about you, but for me in this life, I desire to worship my Lord and my God by living my life by His standards that have not changed across the hands of time. They don't change just because the wind changes direction. God is eternal, and God's standard that He put forth for us is eternal as well. So, Father, we invite You. We invite Your Holy Spirit to take us by the hand and lead us down that path with a genuine compass provided by you. We are driven and bound by others' opinions of us to the point that it is more important that we are socially acceptable than we even have a relationship with you. We won't call it out that way, but functionally, that is how we live. So that is a reality. We're more afraid of what people think than anything else. So this is where we're going to get our identity. We are getting our identity by what everyone thinks about us, which is misguided, and that will only crash our lives. Our identity can only be bestowed by our Father, you, and we are looking everywhere else for identity, and we live with the fear of man over the fear of God. We ask that you would come into that. Speak to us in that unique language that you place here in our heart so that we can get our identity from you and walk in spirit and in truth as Jesus has said in a relationship with you. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. So friends, as we're closing today, I don't know who needs to hear this word again. But it does bear repeating, and it's from Psalm 135. Idols of silver and gold are made and worshipped in other nations. They have a mouth and eyes, but they cannot speak or see. They are completely deaf, and they can't breathe. Everyone who makes idols and all who trust in them will end up as helpless as their idols. www.psalmscast.com 
is a website where you can find out more about what's happening. This website is still in the creation phase, and yes, it's coming slowly. So we ask for your patience because we are truly waiting on the Lord's timing. One thing that you can use the website for right now is to send in prayer requests or to request a Bible. If you would like to partner with PsalmsCast, if this gathering that we share each day is a life-giving thing for you, thank you for your partnership in helping to build a platform to bring encouragement and God's truth to the weary, the burdened, and those who do need encouragement and need to know that God is present and available to each of us moment by moment here today in the land of the living. There is a link on the homepage. And the mailing address, if that is a preference, is P.O. Box 813-762, Smyrna, Georgia, 30082. If you have a prayer request or encouragement, the number to call or to text is 470-240-1509. If you're not in the United States and you are using WhatsApp, you do need to put the number 1 in front of of those 10 digits in order for us to receive it here in the United States. So that's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.